0: I will continue to join you in celebrating the end of Roe versus Wade. I will continue to say that the Lord is just allowing this country to be divided, giving us the most simple, past test, pass fail test the Lord's ever, ever given to society. I'll continue to say it's the most important and best time to be a discipled follower of Jesus because it makes it so easy. But I'll also continue to point out the bizarre nature of evil, evil spirits, eugenicists, for instance. Look, we're going to see fewer abortions. And we were already seeing that. But it's almost like evil knew this was coming and started to build something to replace it. Because Roe versus Wade began with an absolute. Lie. Jane Rowe's
1: story was a terrible one. She said she had been gang raped, gotten pregnant, was desperate to get an abortion. That's what everyone believed. As long as Jane Rowe remained
0: anonymous, when she went public, she told a different story. 60 million babies murdered around that lie. Now the lie is gender ideology began with a core lie. Some people are born in the wrong body. A core lie. How many babies will never be born? How many people will never get to have this gift from God? How many people will never be able to follow the Lord's desire for us to be fruitful and multiply? And does Satan really care whether babies are killed or simply never born so long as he gets to cause people to mock god when they don't even know they're doing it yes gender ideology is the new abortion the todd herman show is 100 percent
2: disapproved by big pharma technocrats and tyrants everywhere now from the high mountains of free america here's the emerald city exile todd herman
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And uh, Alan Soaps at allensoaps.com/ slash Todd. There's huge news coming up, you guys. Remember when I told you that this is a template company? That we're taking a bet? We're betting. We are. We're taking a bet. We give Alan Soaps uh, a great, unbelievably great deal. On being a partner of this podcast. They give us the distinct honor of partnering with them and the great company and betting on human life, Alan's life, the chief soap officer there. I have huge news. Huge news. The work you've done to help the soap company has taken fruit. It's and it's monumental for them. And they're gonna tie us into it. So enough. I could talk about it. I, I could get distracted. I don't want to do that. Gender ideology is the new abortion. It doesn't have the same immediate effect of killing a child, but it has the same long-term effect of of fewer children being born. And isn't that what the party wants? Isn't that interesting? The the, the party's getting what the party wants. Look, the party saw, they saw the, the changing opinions about abortion. They saw it. We've seen it. It's trackable. And what's happening is Americans are waking up to the fact that, um, that it's not a clump of cells, that it's that babies in the womb, when, when the, the abortionist is trying to kill them, babies in the womb use whatever they can to try to fight back as, as feeble as that is because they're, they're unborn children. But they'll use their unborn arms and their unborn hands uh, to try to move the abortionist tools away from them to try to protect their heads. And I, I know that's a very blunt and a very horrific thing to discuss. And it's, it's also a true fact. And, of course, the silent scream. Again, horrific to imagine and a very true fact. And those of us who've ever been involved in anyone having an abortion, well, we know how it rips out hearts. And people that allow themselves to feel And there was a time, of course, when it was safe and rare and only in the most extreme circumstances. And it can never remain that way because the appetite here is not about safe and secure. The appetite here is not about um, the life of a mother in the very, very, very rare cases where that's happened. uh, Unbelievably rare. Now, the appetite is for blood. The appetite is for souls. The appetite is to cause people to break the first commandment. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love God, your, the, the Lord your God, with all your heart and all your soul. It's to break the commandment against murder. It's to break the Lord Jesus' uh, clear clear intent that children be treated as what they are as a gift from God that, that if you put a stumbling block between them and he that you should you'd be better off being murdered being tossed into the ocean with a weight on your neck that's his clear example Oh well, no let the kids come to me I, I I'm not bothered they're not bothering me they're they're you know yelling and playing sounds is not bothering God he invented the yelling and playing sounds so let them come to me and I'll embrace them. And he did in front, of, in front of the apostles. None of those kids were the kids of the apostles. Those are just townspeople's kids. And the Lord Jesus said, no, let them come to me. I love the kids. Well, he did because, and he was God Almighty, fully God and fully man. So we see these dual lies just to clump of cells. The party saw the attitudes towards abortion ending. And just at the right, are changing, that is people realizing, wow, this is savage. Fewer and fewer young people wanted abortions. They could see that. And in comes a new form of eugenics. And that is that we pharma can design the perfect neuters. We can provide, design the perfect citizen. And, and just think of how monstrous this is. And I'm not comparing people who become gender confused or conned into this or autistic people who are conned into it or sad and depressed teens who are told by unbelievably captured by evil so-called therapists that the reason they're sad is they're born in the wrong body. Or teachers who, because they may have started this profession with a heart for children, fall so easily for fake caring as the, as, as, you know, the fake caring of the serpents in the garden. Surely you won't die that they fall for this stuff. So the example is the side-by-side abortion and gender ideology. And the core lie, of course, being born in the wrong body. They saw the change in abortion attitudes. And here comes the eugenicists, the perfect neuters. Think of how these are the perfect citizens. And this is so savage. And I'm not comparing people who are gender confused to fish. I'm talking about technocrats. Monsanto invented the perfect fish. They took the DNA of fish and they destroyed it. Remember, Satan cannot create, he can only mock and distort. Monsanto is, and let me say this very clearly Monsanto is an evil company, pure evil. People who work there may not know that, but it is a purely evil company. Um, For instance, the Frankenfish, they took fish that reproduce. (laughs) And they scrambled their DNA so these fish no longer reproduce. And they put these into water sources. And those fish, by the way, since they don't reproduce, they don't have to spend energy reproducing. They don't have to spawn. They don't have to do any of that. And these fish can be extra, extra aggressive. They don't need, they don't need mates. And what they're doing is taking these fish... And, oh, we're going to give give people in developing countries, uh, developing societies, these fish, we'll give it to them. And, and, And after these fish are established, and there are no fish that reproduce, then all of a sudden you need to pay a licensing fee to Monsanto to get new fish. It's the opposite of what the Lord Jesus did with the fish and the loaf of bread. The opposite. He showed that there is abundance. And they did the same thing with grains. Think of this. Monsanto created the franken grain. They they destroyed the reproductive properties of, of grains, staple foods, and then Monsanto went on a buying spree trying to buy up every heritage seed that exists so that people can't... Regenerate their gardens or their crops. You have to license it from Monsanto. Food God created these monsters distorted and destroyed. And they're spreading this Franken seed around the world. The perfect crop for the technocrats. You can't even have gardens unless you license it every year from them mRNA technology, the same sort of thing going into the bodies of people. You need us to live. You need us to stay alive. You need our code. Let us stick it in you. And to these neuters, the same types of people with the same types of horrendous and evil appetites, are going to little kids and confused adults, and they're turning them into neuters, neither male nor female. I mean, there's still men and women that can never change, because God created that that can never change. And the evidence of God's creation will never go away. It can be masked, it can be distorted, it can't be destroyed, it can be distorted. The body can be destroyed. Soul cannot, only God can do that. The perfect citizen. They don't reproduce. In fact, sexual union, which God called us to in marriage, is going to be unimportant to them to a large degree because they can never have sexual satisfaction. So, the, 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 why engage in sex if you can't have sexual satisfaction? Here is a man who pretends to be a woman surgically, chemically altered is now a surgeon who does these things to other people, a eugenicist, a cold eugenicist, just as bad in my judgment as an abortionist. The
3: second is, um, was an observation that I had that every single child who was, or adolescent who was truly blocked at Tanner stage two is, has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's, It's really about zero. These are the, of course, these are just assigned male at birth, so trans, feminine, and it's because they never in their lives are exposed to testosterone. Uh, That doesn't change. That doesn't change. So blockers prevent the rise of testosterone, and they don't really go on testosterone at or around surgery or into adulthood. And so we don't know. They're going to have this sensation. There's no question about that. but are they going to be able to achieve sexual satisfaction? It's important in relationships. And I know that from my work with female genital mutilation survivors, that, that the lack of being able to be intimate with a partner is very important. She doesn't,
0: he doesn't see the comparison between what he does to people and female genital mutilation. He speaks those words as if they're separate things. One was a religious ceremony. The other is a Baal-type religious ceremony. There is no scientific basis behind this, just as there isn't in the statement that it's just a clump of cells, just as there isn't in the statement that it's a wonderful mystery as to when life begins. Has life ever begun without conception? Yes, we cloned the baby. The baby's cloning material was conceived by God. You scrambled. You didn't create life. You copied it. You created nothing. It required conception to get it there. The minds of the technocrats. It's the same thing. But it's being treated differently. They wrapped abortion in compassion. They wrapped it in a a terrible wrong done to a person they wrapped it in a lie a woman named norma ray participated in this lie in this entire week of media coverage devoted to roe versus wade did anyone go back to the core lie there were people on twitter who did i didn't find this There are people on Twitter who found this and called it to my attention. In this case, I can't say the person's nickname on the air. I can say her her name is Bobby Salty B word underscore 52 found this. Thank you, Bobby. This was Cokie Roberts back in the day when they would do news pieces like this talking about the real Norma Ray who was Roe in Roe versus Wade right here.
1: Jane Roe's story was a terrible one. She said she had been gang raped, gotten pregnant, was desperate to get an abortion. That's what everyone believed. As long as Jane Roe remained anonymous, when she went public, she told a different story.
2: You were raped while you were in Georgia?
1: No, I wasn't. You were not? No, I wasn't.
2: Oh, so all those stories that are in the books and so forth are not true? Yes, sir. Yes. They're not true.
1: Right. And it turned out that lying wasn't the only embarrassment this darling of the pro-choice forces presented. In her personal treatise published last year... Norma McCorby told the story of her somewhat sordid life. Then she still adamantly supported abortion. Now she adds that to the list of sins she took with her into the baptismal pool. I've cheated people out of money. I've sold drugs. I, you know, I, I used. I was. A, I was an abusive alcoholic for, you know, many many years. Um. I've done a lot against his teachings. Um. But I I think the far greater sin that I did was to be the plaintiff in Roe versus Wade.
0: And of course, in that case, she says his teachings, she means the Lord Jesus. And she was redeemed. And and I don't know where she's at now in terms of her faith walk, but she was redeemed at that moment. And God waits to redeem everybody. And and, and the, the so deeply sad issue of all this is the way the sexual left got away with that. And it never went back to, wait a minute, but the lady lied and and the case stood and it's a landmark case, but she lied. And of course, God forgave her for that. And God brought her home as a a prodigal. And, And so many of us have been prodigals and that is a source for joy. And that is the great promise. And that's in fact, the good news of the gospel that our sins aside, the Lord waits for us. He wants us to come home. But how do you come home from choosing to display such hatred for the body God gave you that you choose to have it recrafted in the image of deeply evil pharma. Now, of course, the Lord can redeem anybody. And if you listen to this and you're one of the people who, you know, I, many people in my radio audience, not many, but three people of whom I know, who had gone through the chemical and, and surgical alterations. And if you listen to this and you think that you're negated from that, you're simply not. The Lord can perform constant miracles. And yes, he would welcome you back with with tears and celebration and a great feast. There are people who've turned away from that belief. You know, the the, the Pulse nightclub people who after that murder, they, they denounced their homosexuality. And they studied and they prayed and they found now life either being holy in their sexuality, that is chaste, or... They found that this was a delusion for them and something now that is not any longer something they desired that the Lord had lifted that from them. There are people who'd been down the path of of a chemical alteration, sometimes surgical operations, alterations, who've come back from this. Now, in the case of abortion, the children can't come back. So I recognize that difference, except for this. Does anyone believe that the Lord... When a child is aborted, if that child doesn't have a soul. Of course, that child has a soul. Does anyone believe that, that, that the Lord Jesus would say to those children, sorry, you have to go to hell because you didn't accept me? Not, not not the least bit believable that the Lord would do that. Not the least. Of course, that's the mystery that he gets to solve and not us. But to me, it's not the least bit believable. But this is the new abortion. And the comparisons continue to add up. Did you know that Anna Navarro on CNN, or she, I guess she calls her, she uses her, uh, her hyphenated last name now. Um, I don't know her hyphenated last name, but Anna Navarro, did you know that she is apparently a Republican? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. They, 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 she's supposedly the, the Republican on CNN. She and Allison Camarado had a conversation that shows this has never strayed that far. You have, well, oh, but they're born in the wrong body, so we need to chemically and surgically mutilate them. Next up will be, but that person doesn't want to have legs. That, that's called um, body integrity disorder. It's a real thing. These guys are talking about, but there's disabled kids. We have to have abortion. Anna Navarro talks about her disabled relatives as a fact to indicate we've got to have abortion. Gender ideology, abortion, basically the same thing. So I told you about this uh, incredible news about Allen Soaps that I can't wait to tell you. So I've been telling you that Allen Soaps, and it's a company that we're helping to build together. I mean, I don't do any of the work. I just, I get to talk about them. They do the work. Alan, going on 13. I'm going to talk with Alan this week, by the way. Um, Alan is not verbal. So I'll be doing the talking and trying to listen to uh, what he means. As translated by his father. And by Alan's expressions. Joyful young man, by the way. Um, He's the chief soap officer. When I say that, he's inventive. He can't speak, but he has an incredible scent. Sense of smell. So he's invented these in incredibly unique scents of soaps. They're high quality, all natural ingredients made in America, small batch. He's involved in all this. But I've been telling you it's a template. See, when you get the Herminator subscription uh, plan, that's our Herminator sub, you get 10% off a deal that no one else gets. You get six bars of soap, a soap rack, a soap pouch and a fluff all to 10% savings. That's at um, allensoapscom slash Todd. Well, dig this news. I've been telling you, I just said last week, if we continue to drive sales of Allen's soaps, they're going to find it easier to get in to retail stores. I just got a note from Allen's dad, John, on text. Todd, and he sent me a picture of this. Cedarwood Jasmine and Lavender Rosemary on the shelf at Gelson's in Long Beach. Lilac, Applewood, and go live beginning tomorrow. So they'll be live now because I'm recording this, pre-recording this. We'll do a special deal for listeners. Take 10% off when you buy both bars and receive a free Sissel pouch valued at $3.99 when using a coupon, the coupon code Todd at checkout. Guys, I'm begging you. This will be so fun. If you're one of our California listeners and you're not that far from Long Beach, go to Gelson's, find the soap aisle, buy this out just absolutely buy out the Allen's soaps supplies. Use my name, Todd. You get 10% off. You get this free sisal pouch. I don't know what that is, but it's gotta be high class because it's Allen's artisan soaps. Imagine what happens when a retail store says, where'd our soap, this Allen soap go? And guys, imagine when they find out that it's a whole bunch of Christian conservatives sending people into Gelson's. Actually, I don't know that store at all. Maybe it's a fine Christian conservative store. I'm just kind of responding to Long Beach. You can also do this on the website, allenssoapscom slash Todd, but I'm, I really would love it if our California-based listeners would give the Allen Soap people a thrill. And Alan, young Alan will freak. Go buy these soaps out, Gelson's in Long Beach. You can also do it on the website if you're nowhere, nowhere near Long Beach. allenssoapscom slash Todd. Oh, and by the way, congratulations to Alan and John and family for getting into that retail environment. Now, of course, Anna Navarro would not have Alan exist. Nor would Allison Camarado. Because they would have wanted Alan aborted. I mean, why would you want someone who can't be on the TV talking? Why would you want someone who who, who can't sing? I mean, it's just a useless eater. Alison Camarado um, and had the so-called Republican, Anna Navarro, on her show. And they had a conversation about disabled people and why this somehow means that you got to have an abortion. And I love this phrase, Republican strategist. Want to be a Republican strategist? I'll show you how. Ready? Seriously, ready? Just call yourself a strategist and, and be a Republican. Boom, you're a strategist. So this is Republican strategist Alice Stewart. And Allison, Allison Camarado points to the existence of kids in foster systems as a sign that we need to have more abortions I can
1: tell you uh, having worked and advocated in the pro-life community for for many years there are crisis pregnancy centers set up across this country that are there to provide assistance financial assistance for expectant mothers uh, right, before, but I mean during after, their and birth. after I, I mean uh, after before their birth. during before during and after they have these, their child whether yeah. they decide to put it up for adoption or they want to keep it themselves there are services in place in the pro-life mm-hmm. community that will help in this situation But Alice, but if, I mean, I,
3: I, hold on, Alice. Let me just let me just talk to you about that. There are something like four hundred and ten thousand children in the foster care system right now in the U.S. So clearly, they're not all being adopted, and some of these babies will have obviously physical disabilities. How, what? I mean, what is the plan? Obviously, well, they're not just all being
1: taken care of currently.
0: Well, what's the plan? It's just last week when I was, no, when I was uh, on, on Frank Turek show, I talked about the selling of babies. The The plan is they don't give a, ah, just don't slip. They don't give a hoot about those kids in foster care. They got to have designer babies. I said on Frank Turek show, Frank is a, is an unbelievably skilled theologian, um, and apologist. And he's at, uh um he's he's an author it's cross he was kind of from me on his podcast and his radio show is this a national radio show and i mentioned the wholesale selling of babies in washington state and this was set up for same-sex attracted people the fact is this you can fly into what you can fly surrogate mothers into washington state so if you're super rich you can find a bunch of poor women 8 10 12 20 50 100 up to you Fly them into Washington state, get them impregnated, maybe from the same man. Maybe use Jeff Epstein's sperm since he wanted to repopulate the earth in his image, eugenicist that he was. Good friend of Bill Gates, I might add. You can impregnate them with as many feti as you like, fetuses. All you have to do is visit once. There's no background checks. You just show up on that day. Oh, hey, how you doing? I had a hundred mothers here. They gave birth in the past week. So I'm here to pick up my 700 children. Okay. Have a good day. Bye now. That's the focus. Selling the life God creates. Selling it. Or this focus. I just saw this this celebration of two same-sex attracted men. They were having a celebration of their uh, conception day. Now, How does that happen? How do same-sex attracted men conceive a child? It's a picture of the two men um, staring into each other's eyes, holding each other's hands. And in the background, I'm not kidding, in a red dress like The Handmaiden's Tale, and it's supposed to be us doing the handmaiden's thing, is a young woman hiding her face from the camera, but very pregnant in a long red dress. So what's the plan? The plan is to ignore these kids in foster care. You CNN could promote foster care. You'll promote it when it's Ukrainian kids. What's the plan? Well, I guess your plan is to kill them. What's the plan? Meanwhile, there's a whole bunch of kids who are depressed and anxious. What's their plan? Shoot them up with wrong sex hormones and chop their genitalia off. That's the plan. Ana Navarro had her response to this beautiful question asked by Alison Camarota. I
2: am not anybody to tell you what you need to do with your life or with your uterus. And because I have a family with a lot of special needs kids, I have a brother. 57 and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old. And I know what that means financially, emotionally, physically for a family. And I know not all families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. It is not as easy as it sounds on paper. And I've got another, another step-grandson who is uh, very autistic, who has autism, and it is incredible, and, and their mothers, and, their, and people who are in that society, who are in that community, will tell you that they've considered suicide because that's how difficult it is to get help, because that's how lonely they feel, because they can't get other jobs, because they have financial issues, because the care that they're able to give their other children suffers. And so why can I be Catholic and still think this is a wrong decision? Because I'm American, I'm Catholic inside the church. I'm Catholic when it comes to me. But there's a lot of Americans <laughs> who are not Catholic, and they're not Christian, and they're not Baptist. And you have no damn right to tell them what they should do with their bodies.
0: Oh gosh! This, does. Oh, this just falls apart. Number one, Anna, you're not a Catholic. You've excommunicated yourself. You're not a Catholic. Read your doctrine, your dogma. You're not a Catholic. The canons of the Catholic Church are very clear. You just excommunicated yourself. Now, moving on from the canons to the the rest of this. Remember when the Lord Jesus said... um, when when he was going back up into heaven, he said, now remember, uh, when you're inside the church, be a Christian. When you're outside the church, be a Ukrainian in, in, or an Israeli or a, a Japanese or a, an American. Remember that? Put that church away when you're out in the public square. That doesn't belong in the public square. <laughs> the twisting of this. Uh, and, and and then, how dare you bring your morality to me? You, you don't get to have any. You don't get to ask for any. Moral judgment from government. If your response is don't bring your morality to me. No, 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 no. You, I bring my morality to you. Don't you bring it to me. You don't get to do that. And, and, and Wednesday, I am going to, God help me. If it's his will that I do the show, I am going to tear apart. The, the, the stinking levels of hypocrisy and all this. But hey, when there's no God, there's no basis for rules. what was uh, as a humanist, uh, I, uh, I beg to differ. There, uh, there are commonly held beliefs uh, amongst societies that, uh, that, 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 that are quite possible to hold uh, without the, uh, the belief in an elf man in the sky. Okay, so you're saying cannibalism is okay. Certainly not, certainly not. In a, uh, predominant uh, in most of the world, uh, cannibalism is considered a grave ill. But in some, some parts of the world, cannibalism is yummy. Well, I mean, that's, those are small instances, and uh, societies will evolve over time. Okay, but what if they choose to advertise it? What if they choose to sell cannibalism as as a um, as a yummy treat? What if a venture capitalist goes to a cannibalist island and says, "I want, I want population, I want it to depopulate the earth. I'm going to make cannibalism tasty." Because he says, hey, you know what? I've looked at the cannibalist point of view. I find cannibals to be more moral. Well, it's just, you're using a straw man argument. I am? I'm using a straw man argument, professor? We've gone from safe and rare to save the life of a woman to it's okay to starve a child for 28 days after birth of water and food. That was a bill in Maryland. Well, I mean, again, that that, that, that that bill didn't come to pass. Oh, but you had ralph northam on the radio in virginia trying to be the governor of virginia saying it's okay to stab a baby in the back of the head with scissors if its toe remains inside the mother Oh well, i mean no no this is just getting back to a right to choose now now you're really just you're focusing now on on how a woman uses a uterus no i'm t- focusing on the baby's full body not the uterus you take god out of the equation you just have chaos well okay but who says the christian god indeed who does well, this, we can talk about that if you like. Do you, are you a polytheist? Are you? Do you see the world in chaos that sometimes night is blue and green and not dark? No, there's order in the world. Polytheism breaks down. We can do this all day, guys. We can do it all day long. American financing at AmericanFinancing.com can help you not really make sense of the chaos, but they can help you feel better about having to operate within the chaos. They are saving homeowners up to 1000 bucks a month. And I can hear people saying, well, but Herman, you're the one who told us about the increased interest rates. Yep, I did. And they may well increase them again. So what? You, you, well, I might only save 900 bucks a month. Oh, wait. That's exactly right. So with a refinance from American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net, it might be still save 1000 bucks a month. And if it's only 900, oh, well, poor us, only only, uh, like 12,000 a year or something like that. Not quite that, only 10,800 per year. Across 10 years, you just bought yourself another house. You just paid off a college education. You invest that money wisely, you could do both. Across 20 years, well, it could be your retirement. That's it. And the fact is that when you work with these guys, you're working with a family-owned national mortgage bank. They make decisions around the kitchen table. So you could say, hey, you know what? That's great. But I had a problem getting a refinance last time because I'm in the construction business and my income goes up and down. These guys know things like this. They make decisions around the kitchen table. These are not algorithms. It's human beings. Uh, but time is short. They're going to raise the interest rates again. Oh, okay. They can do a refinance in as little as 10 days. Why? Because they're open nights and weekends. Why? Because they care about you. But Herman. I'm going to have to pay some upfront fee. With other mortgage companies, sure. Not, not, not with American Financing and AmericanFinancing.net. They will never charge you an upfront fee. In fact, hear me now. They will give you a free mortgage review. No charge. You call them or go to the website and sign up. Ask for a free mortgage review. They will tell you if they can save you money or not. And if they can't, they'll tell you, congratulations, you are in good stead. Here's their phone number. Call them and get the free mortgage review now. They're at 866-887-2275. That's 866-887-2275 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182-334, NMLS Okay, so if you don't have God and you don't have that for a basis of rules, now who makes the rules? I will tell you it's the person with the most power makes the rules. It's the person with the most guns. It's the person who's willing to be cruel enough that makes the, ru- that makes the rules. Okay, so you, you, you could say, okay, but why the Christian God? Well, because he's God. Well, how do you know that? Well, there's a lot of ways that I know that, but let's do a brief synopsis on this and then get back up into the news flow polytheism, I believe there's many gods, do you? Um, that would mean that in some parts of the world where one of the gods was in control, you would have elephants that have wheels instead of legs. Uh, trees would go upside, grow upside down and human beings would have wings and fly around. And other humans would look and go, hey, how come we don't have wings and fly around? Because you don't follow this god. If you follow this god, then you can have wings and fly around polytheism right there'd be wars over physics sometimes the gods would go to war and all of a sudden up would not be up all of a sudden water would not be wet because some of the gods would be going hey, hey 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 listen I hate that wet water I hate it I want it to be dry powder we don't observe that observe that at all all right so what about Islam okay what about it well I think that's the true religious faith Okay, do you understand that the prophet Muhammad got everything wrong? I mean, date-wise, time-wise, timeline-wise. Also, do you observe in our world a great glee in going about smashing babies' rocks, our heads against rocks? Well, there's abortion, but didn't we just say that's evil? Now, yes, yes, yes. The Christian faith has been wildly abused, wildly abused to do similar things. And it was abused and it's been reformed. But is there some big radical version of Christianity where that's still done? There isn't, but radical Islam is still there. And what do we believe about our own lives? And I'm asking you this. Do you believe your own life is worth saving? The lives of your children are worth saving. Why do you believe that? I mean, after all, we're just clumps of cells, right? Right. In the case of Islam, there's very little value in life, right? If it's, if, it's, if it's in the cause of Islam, it should be gladly sacrificed. Not one brother for another. Not to give your life for a brother, but to give it for war, for conquest, for Muhammad. Different. We can talk about child brides, still practiced. We can talk about slavery, still encouraged, still practiced. Now, there's a natural law. There is. We can sense things are wrong. The Apostle Paul talks about this, that even people who've not heard the word of God, he's talking about Gentiles who had not heard about Judaism, had not heard about Christianity, that there's still a natural law. Hey, don't kill babies. Well, Islam doesn't observe that. I didn't say all Muslims. There's listeners to the show who are Muslim and are reformed Muslims, and they would never consider those things. But their faith encourages it. Does that sound like? Match up with natural law? What do I mean by natural law? The morality that exists within us. How to get there. You tell me, how, in fact, did morality get there? It must have been through random interactions. It must have been Darwinian evolution. No, because Darwinian evolution's predicate is the strong will survive. If you don't like your neighbor, go eat him. Your neighbor has something you want. Kill your neighbor, eat him, and take the thing you wanted. That's Darwinism. But we know that's wrong. Judaism. Closest thing to Christianity in a way. And to the Jewish listeners, read Isaiah 53. Read it and pray on it. Look at the ways in which that, th- those, those, those scriptures were fulfilled, those prophecies were fulfilled. And remember that 3,000 people on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people on the day of Pentecost decided to get baptized right in front of the same authorities who had killed the body of Lord Jesus only to have the Lord rise again in three days. 3,000 people took a public pledge. They got baptized right in front of the people who thought they had murdered for good Jesus Christ, but had not. And at that point, the world changed. People who had witnessed a man tortured across a period of a full day and whipped to the point of bones being exposed in his back and all likelihood ribs exposed in his back in all likelihood because that's what the flogging and the, and the whipping did to the bodies of people they said hey you know what that's I'm willing to risk it i'm willing to be baptized in front of all the people who did that to the lord jesus i'm and i'm 3000 of us we'll do it now and the world changed that day so again when you don't have god you don't have rules you have fights You have dust-ups. You have constant revolution. And when you take God and reverse it, you have companies like Monsanto reversing the bread and fish miracle, stealing the abundance that God created, causing you to go to them to ask for food when God made it regenerate. You have evil companies, pharma, reversing be fruitful and multiply, killing thou shalt not murder, Rendering young people unable to be fruitful and multiply. You have this, and it's the reverse of Christianity, and you're watching the reverse of Christianity, and you are seeing the fruits of it, and they are rotten fruits. Which brings me to this, and it just always goes back to the lie. This is another guest on the Mockingbird Media, this is MSNBC. Um, This woman was on Nicole Wallace's program. Her name is Michelle Goodwin. She's a professor at UC Irving. Listen to her talk about abortion. But abortion, you know what it is, right? Do you know what abortion is? It's it's white supremacy and, and slavery.
4: These midterm elections will mean a lot. But I also see this as a North Star moment, a kind of third Reconstruction. If we can understand 1865 with the abolition of slavery as being part of the first Reconstruction, the 13th, 14th Amendments, and then in the middle part, the 1964 Civil Rights Act and 1965 Voting Rights Act as being second Reconstructions, we need to get it right this time. And we understand the urgency of centering the lives of girls and women and folks who are. For LGBTQ and individuals with disabilities as part of that new horizon, that arc towards justice, which we continue to lean into. But I think it's also important to understand that we are still linked to the vestiges of slavery, and we see that in ways that are all around us in the United States, with the rise of white supremacy, which is also tied to the efforts to dismantle Roe v. Wade. And so as we think about getting it right, we need to recenter the conversation and be honest about the vestiges of Jim Crow that remain with us, the vestiges of American slavery that are with us. I mean, we right now have free states and non-free states as it relates to bodily autonomy.
0: Yeah, except for injection diktats, which I'm sure you backed. Um, just imagine the meeting of the white supremacists. And for my Southern listeners from the South, please, please forgive me uh, for using a Southern accent in this Um it's, it's, it's a problem I have. And I happen to love the Southern accent. I can't do white supremacist voice without it. I'll, let's, you know, I'll try. Let me think about this. Um, what was that guy's name from the Aryan Nations That wacko I had on my show all those years ago? Um, Tom Metzger. He wasn't Southern. Uh, I'll try to do it in Metzger's voice. So imagine the white supremacist meeting. We're gathered here to create a plan. And, and the plan is, is, to, is to eliminate the black race. And no, that's not Metzger's voice because he actually did speak like this. Well, Todd, that's how he spoke. Let, let me let me get into Metzger's voice. Well, Todd, we're not saying that we should eliminate the Negro person. We're simply saying that the Negro person does not belong with the uh, Saxon-Caucasian person. That's how I remember Metzger's voice. But uh, we're gathered here to talk about ways to help eliminate the, the black race, the, the, the mud race. And I, I call now for ideas uh, from the floor. Yes, uh, Floyd and back. I say that we eliminate abortion and, and, and strike down Roe versus Wade as a strike against the Negro race. Do I hear seconds? And the room applaused. And, okay it's been decided that we the white supremacist community Todd will we'll back uh the 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 end of of Roe versus Wade uh to kill more black people uh yes an, an, an objection in back uh y- yes sir yes yes sir um I hate to break it to you uh abortion is the number one killer of black people Oh, Well, how how come we didn't know that? Because you're thumb-sucking, knuckle-dragging, white supremacist, basement-dwelling, dirt-head freaks. Well, you don't have to be rude about it. Yeah, she's a professor at UC Irvine. Oh, by the way, she's a black woman. The enemy cannot create. He cannot love he cannot provide order he can only provide chaos create it can't even provide it create it chaos and confusion and lies i honestly believe that there are demons with personalities it would hold common sense right demons are fallen angels i think that there's a pretty powerful demon who from time to time goes about the world And he's the demon of eugenics. Because Satan hates the human form. Satan loves to fool people in the mocking God. And what do we see? A trading of transgenderism for abortion for transgenderism. I'll join you in celebrating the end of Roe versus Wade. I will also wait for the first brave Republican, rock-ribbed, oak, tall, shakable but undroppable to go to the floor of the senate or of the house of representatives and say why do my colleagues want people to mock god do you understand that god will not be mocked i wait to hear the word of god spoken on the floor of the house or the senate because until we begin to do that i firmly believe that the lord is going to say huh looks like you guys got this handled sweet this is the todd herman show we so appreciate your support please do hit the share button and share this with friends if you think they need to hear news delivered in this way and as always please go be well be strong be kind and remember that we must we must we must we must Love the sinner and hate the sin. Why? Because we're sinners and God loves us.